Hey guys and girls, welcome, welcome to, to Single to Sealed. Sealed. I'm Jerry, your host, and here with me is my co-host and wife, Brianna. As members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we have dedicated this podcast to helping fellow Christians navigate the treacherous waters of dating all the way to the winding roads of marriage. All are welcome in our podcast family, and we are so excited to have you here with us. Be sure to subscribe, follow, or favorite. Let's talk. Hello, Single to Sealed podcast family. Welcome back to another episode. And how are you guys doing on this fine day? We are so excited that you decided to take the time to listen to our podcast with this free time you have right now, whether you're in the car, whether you're walking down the street to get groceries, you know, anything that you might be doing right now. Thank you for taking the time to just listen to our podcast and turn us on and just join the family. We're excited. Yeah, we always appreciate you guys taking the time to tune in. And it's super motivating for us to continue to make episodes as we continue to see the listens grow. So you guys are the best. Thanks for sticking around and hearing our content. I want to say you said continue like four times in that. Thank you. <laughs> that sentence is impressive. I will continue. <laughs> you will continue to, to say, continue. say continue. Because I love the word. Con- oh, Continue. Continuing. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, well, yes, we have a great episode for you guys today, but like always, before we jump in, we want to remind you to make sure to share this podcast with your friends and family that are single. Make sure to leave us a review if you haven't already. If you are enjoying this podcast in any form, please drop a review down Brianna, in Apple Podcasts. Brianna, how many, epi- how many like, listeners do we get when an episode drops? Um, usually we range between like three and 400 per episode. So that means that we only have like 40 reviews on Apple Podcasts. So that means that there's like 150 at least to, I'd say like 250 people that are listening on Apple Podcasts right now that haven't left us a review. That's right, Rebecca. <laughs> You're listening to this right now. We said this a hundred times. Hop <laughs> off, leave that review. Give us that five-star rating because you know you like the podcast and we really want to like you even more than we already do. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. We want to like you more though, right? <laughs> okay, perfect. Well, we're just going to jump into our subject matter for today. What are we talking about on this fine Wednesday, Jerry? So the title is No Spark, No Hope. There's a thought that's in consideration that many people have probably considered before, and that is... If I don't feel an instant attraction to someone, it's a relationship that's not worth pursuing. What do you think about that? Oh, I've heard it before. Like they say, oh, if there's no spark or no chemical, you know, reaction between you guys, then it's not meant to be. I think some people even apply that spark to an initial initial contact. Mm-hmm. Like not even accepting like a date at all. Like this doesn't even have to do with the first date. You just see somebody who asks <laughs> you out and you're just like, mm. There was no physical spark there. I'm going to nix that like right away. Yeah, well, and then you'll hear the same thing. Like people will say, oh, well, I don't believe in love at first sight. But they're also the same people that say that also say that they believe there has to be some sort of spark right off the bat. And I, I think that a spark and love at first sight are very similar. A lot of people say you need that in order to, you know, have that spark and that chemistry in a relationship. And I don't think it's necessary. Well, well if you think about it, like, Love at first sight can't even exist. It doesn't make any sense. Because just by seeing somebody, you can't just love them. Like You see them and you may be very attracted to them or they may get you going. You know, or you're just like, wow, that guy or that girl, oh, they seem really cute. And I think that, that, that this is going to be the one for me. Like you can think <laughs> that, but 
just to love somebody just by seeing them. It doesn't even, it doesn't even exist. Yeah. More like lust at first sight. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like when you put that whole love at first sight thing into perspective, you're really setting yourself up for failure because you're setting this expectation for this person that they're always going to look exactly that way or make you feel exactly that way all the time of how you felt in that same moment or how you perceive them in that very moment. It reminds me a lot of that movie, um, 500 Days of Summer. Have you seen that? I have. Yeah. So like, I feel like his view of love and that whole love at first sight and like how she had to be the one from the get go because he felt it right. That was very toxic and relationships don't always go that way. It's not always the most healthy way to go about a relationship. So we have a survey that was given by uh, Match, Match.com, I believe. Yeah, Match.com. And uh, we'll link that uh, article's description in the description for you guys so that you can check it out. It, it talks about this a little bit, like uh, chemistry on the first date, I think the title was. But anyways, they have this survey that they that they quote that they did. And uh, it's in question of should you expect a spark and how many people are expecting to have a spark on the first date. So think about that right now. Are you someone who would say, I expect to have a spark on the first date? Well, according to the 5,500 singles across the country that Match.com did this poll on, they found that 59% of men and women don't expect to feel any chemistry, at least until their second date. Wow. I was, I was surprised by that because I didn't read that note you made yet, so I didn't know that that was the percentage that you were going to say. And that surprises me. I would have thought that more people would say they should feel the spark on the first date. But it makes me happy to know that not everyone's expecting that of the person they're going on the date with. Because I feel like that's a lot of pressure to always prepare for dates thinking, okay, I really hope this person feels that spark with me on that first date. If they don't, then it's over kind of thing. (laughs) And that, that is a lot of pressure. And I feel like that will make dating more difficult for you because you're worried about, you know, whether or not you'll make someone feel that way or they'll make you feel that way. And if they don't, then it's just over. And the, you only spent one an hour with them. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's and what's good about that percentage is it's not it's not even the majority, but I think it's still actually kind of high. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that definitely needs to change. That people need to not be setting that expectation to find that spark because it's definitely not going to happen to people um, as often as that percentage would would hope for. I wish that they had done a follow up poll that asked how many people actually feel a spark on the first date. And if they did, did their relationships work out in the end? Yeah, they might have. I, I, maybe it just didn't get quoted in here. So yeah. you guys feel free to find that on the on the survey or look in the, the link to see if there's any more information there. But this concept highly supports our three-day rule that we've set in place. Because if people aren't expecting even to feel something until at least the second date, then even better reason for us to give three, three chances. <laughs> Third time's the charm, or people will say sometimes, right? And so it gives you this chance to really say, okay, I really gave this person a chance and I don't know that this is going to work out because I just don't feel any emotional connection. And that that doesn't mean that you guys didn't have a blast on your dates. Like you could have fun. They could be pretty exciting. You could have done all these really fun activities and nothing went wrong. But that emotional connection, um, it just comes when you start to meet someone that's good for you. Yeah, and I feel like that spark will come naturally once you are truly getting to know someone. Um, You can really appreciate someone and who they are as a person and how they make you feel once you've spent more time with them and you're actually getting to know them as a person. Otherwise, I feel like that spark is going to be purely physical and purely just physical attraction. 
And the cool thing about physical attraction as well is it can increase as you get to know someone. And you might not find someone physically attractive right off the bat, but then the more you get to know them and realize how much of a beautiful person they are, then you will start to notice you are getting more and more attracted to them. And that happens a lot with couples. I had a really good friend when we were living in New York City who, when she first met her husband, he was to- she totally friend-zoned him. And they would hang out all the time. And he was, like, totally in love with her and would take took her out on, like, multiple dates. And she was just like, no, I'm not interested. And then as she let herself get to know him, she realized this guy's really cool and started to realize that she thought he was cute and he was getting cuter, even though originally she was not interested in him at all. But truly falling in love with someone for their personality and who they are and who they are spiritually and how you connect will also increase that attractiveness and that spark. I completely agree with that. And Brianna and I actually had a similar experience. I think we've kind of touched on this a little bit before in previous podcasts, but when we first met, it was a very interesting situation. As many of you may recall, Brianna is the one who asked me out while I was working as a security guard at the MTC and she came up to the window and asked if I had a girlfriend and if not, if I could have, if I could have, if she could have my phone number. And I was just kind of taken back by that. It was something I didn't expect. And, and Brianna, in the circumstance that this happened, like she literally was fresh out of the shower, you know, had on some pretty play type clothes, a shirt I believe had like a hole in it and not a lick of makeup on and just, just went for it. And it was such a, a confidence move <laughs> for her because, you know, how many girls are willing to just do that when they don't feel like they're looking at their best? And, you know, for me, I just, I didn't know what, what to think. I was just so blown back by the fact that she even asked me out because, you know, girls asking guys out isn't that common, really. And it just, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> and so I just said, okay, well, yeah, maybe we, we can we can go out. Maybe we can go out in like a week or so school just started and I just want to get things settled in and then you know we'll touch base and after I had evaluated that after that I had noticed all those things and quite frankly and she hates when I say this <laughs> I didn't know that I felt that she was super attractive off the bat and I'm completely honest with that like I saw her and I'm like man that girl is confident and I knew that I was like but I didn't know if she was really my type I wasn't sure but I was willing to say hey you know she she came over here and took the time to do this and Um, I think I should give her a chance, you know, so we went on that date and after dating, dating each other a couple times, you know, that, that spark ended up being there and she increasingly became more physically attractive as we developed that emotional connection. As I began to like her as a person, I began to be just naturally attracted to her and want the physical side of things, you know, as, as well and think that she was a lot more cute to me. And of course now, I think she's the most beautiful girl in the world, and I have to say that. <laughs> and I, I really love and appreciate her, and she's an excellent wife. And so it all started with that chance, and not even a chance that was in an ideal situation, but it it was the ability for her to be able to make that request and for me to accept it, despite not having something instantly just hit me in the face that said, oh, she's the one, I should just... I'm so excited she asked me and vice versa. And I'm glad that we, we take that chance on each other because here we are today. So to kind of go in hand with that story we just shared, we have another statistic that comes from that same Match.com survey. And that survey showed that men are 80% more likely than women 
to go on a date with someone they don't feel a connection with yet just to see where things go. Wow, 80% more likely. That's that's a lot. I think right here we're learning something just with this statistic is that men are being more willing to take chances on women that they don't necessarily think maybe are their type or they're not necessarily feeling that initial spark and that we need women to take more chances like that. And we need women to give more guys an opportunity if they don't feel that initial spark or that chemistry or those butterflies to give them a chance and and go out with them and see if things play out and if those feelings increase and if, you know, a spark lights up later on. Sometimes to light that spark, you just got to, you know, coddle a little, put your hands around it, make sure the wind's not blowing it out, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if anything, we've learned that this is why a man of the superior race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm giving him a glare for everyone here. I just have to make a note. Men do not push babies out of themselves. <laughs> it has nothing to do with this. <laughs> oh, it has everything. Everything to do with this. <laughs> it's okay. I was going to go back and say that. Sorry, guys. I've actually won victory. It's like 1 to 99 for women still, so <laughs> we're not winning. Um, but, yeah, I thought that statistic was really interesting. And the, the article tries to link that to the idea of why uh we have men asking more women out in society. And I don't think that that's quite true. I think that that's more based on our roots of, of dating and more of, um, of being a more masculine and male-driven society that expected men to do those things, and it was wrong for women to do those things. So I think that's more more so that, and we're transitioning into a world where that's becoming more accept it's becoming more acceptable for for girls to get out there and, and ask and ask people out and, and take these chances. But I, I will say this is maybe why men in today's day could take a little bit more more chance to put themselves out there because they're more willing to go on these dates and, and, and try these things despite not having any additional or uh, initial spark, I should say. Yeah, and I think that the spark is so old-fashioned. I think that that's so, like, early 2000s, you guys. <laughs> because, <laughs> that sounds mean, but I'm, I'm going to be straight up here for a second. The spark isn't what's going to carry you through a long-term relationship. And as much as we are also putting focus on a long-term marriage on an eternal family, we have to remember that the spark also isn't what's going to mean that the person's a good person. You can feel a spark with someone and they can be the trash, most trash person you've ever met in your entire life and you could feel an initial spark with them or chemistry. They Maybe it's because they make things feel dangerous maybe because they're a super toxic person and know how to butter you up just right just because that spark is there does not mean that they are your person and sparks are so overrated and also if you're just looking for a spark or looking for that intense chemistry you're not looking for something that's long term a spark is a flash right a spark is that flash of light and chemistry we know chemistry usually it's an explosion, right? We're looking for something that's long burning. We're looking for a a nice fire in the fireplace that's going to keep you warm. That's what you're looking for is something that's going to last. And you're looking for a true connection. If you are truly out there dating and looking to feel that connection with someone, looking to start with friendship first, you're not looking to dive right into making out on the first date and pushing boundaries way too far, which can happen a lot with 
the sparks or the love or lust at first sight. No, we're looking for that that good slow burn and that real feeling of connection and love that is not just physically driven. That's very, very good insight. And I like the analogy of the the long burning fire. It just makes you feel all cozy. (laughs) (laughs) Even though it's summer and I'm like, don't you put that fire near me. And, And now I want to make a note here. A spark can turn into that nice fireplace fire, right? But just a spark alone does not a fireplace heat, right? No, and in fact, like a spark doesn't necessarily create a fire. Exactly. If you're, That's what I was trying to say. If you're, yeah, if you're doing it the old-fashioned way with some flint and steel just because you catch, a, a, catch a the spark on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it could go away. <laughs> exactly. Nothing comes from it. So uh, I think Brianna's onto something there. So, I mean, how do we, how do we avoid this? How do we uh, find our way around not focusing on that spark? I think it's pretty simple, and we've kind of hit this before. Just, just focus on getting out there and having fun. Just go out there and have good communication. Your first date, your first experience with someone, you shouldn't be looking for all the different reasons why it's not going to work. You should just be going and living in the moment and just, just existing with this person. And after the date is over, that gives you that chance to assess. assess and reflect. Yeah, assess and reflect and say, okay, I like this, I didn't like this. Maybe they won't be like that on the next date. You know, already be thinking about about the next date. And uh, you don't know where the other person is and what they're thinking. So that gives you a chance to also communicate with them and prevent prevent ghosting if you're not hearing from one another. Is to be able to say, hey, are we going to go out again? I really enjoyed having fun. Or, you know, someone extending that second date, whatever it may be. So in summary, just make sure you're out there for the right reasons and that you are actually paying attention to how you feel with this person and that you're not only looking for a spark. You can look for a spark, you can look for chemistry, but don't make that your number one goal and the do or die uh, checklist item that you have. Look for other things that are more important. Look for that slow burn of you sitting next to a fireplace in cozy socks with a mug of hot chocolate, that, that kind of fireplace feeling. That's what you're looking from someone. That's what you're looking for in someone. All right, that's going to wrap up the podcast for today. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And, you know, I, I really do believe that the optimal way of, of, of doing this dating experience, again, is to just have that fun, have good communication, and give people a chance. Give people a chance to see if they pan out. Side note here. Remember, you guys, he was a skater boy. She said, see, see you later, boy. He wasn't good enough for her, okay? She friend-zoned skater boy. And what? He ended up being this awesome dude, and she was so jealous because she was sitting home alone when he was performing on stage, okay? So don't friend zone the good ones, guys. Don't friend zone the good ones. (laughs) (laughs) See you guys later. (laughs) If you enjoy Single to Sealed, be sure to invite your friends to help our podcast family grow. If you haven't subscribed, followed, or favorited, be sure you do so you don't miss out on any of our great content. Thank you for joining us today as we help you move one step closer to sealing the deal. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.